Imagine your whole life you've been trusting others, but you can barely trust yourself to know what's right, what's wrong, even who you are or what you want to do. And that's what the episode is about today. The real meaning of trust. Well, self-trust and trust. We're going to navigate that concept today because particularly it's been very hard for me to get to a point in my life when I really trust myself and therefore I can understand my relationship with trust and what is so easy for me to give it away. I'm your host, Val. Nice to meet you if you don't know who I am. Today we are really delving deep into the realm of trust. You know, the meaning, how it can be shattered, and most importantly, how we can rebuild it within ourselves. On May 7, 2022, something incredible happened. It was a day filled with rain, uncertainty, and a quest for like a personal achievement. As I laced up my running shoes, little did I know that they will forever change my perception about trust. Got a train from Rye, a quaint town in Westchester, New York, where I used to reside in 2021. I came as an opera in 2021 and I finished my exchange program in 2022. So yeah, I was living there. It was not living in the city. I'm still not living in the city, sadly. Let's see how, how the year goes. But that moment, I didn't bother checking the weather. I remember I just grabbed my keys, my sport clothes thing. I had like nothing, really, just my wallet. And so I run. I did 10 kilometers through the pour and rain. It was a very invigorating and liberating experience, to be honest, despite being soaked to the bone and shivering from the cold. However, you know, little did I know that my personal journey will soon intertwine with an immersive data-driven exploration called Trust. I remember I bought the tickets, but I think I was not expecting everything makes sense as much as it did when I went to this exposition that same day. Like, it was crazy, you know? I, I was just wet, cold, happy at the same time. And then when I start feeling wet, cold I started like maybe I don't feel that good but whatever I went anyways because I said like you know I'm not gonna ruin my wetness I'm not gonna let my wetness ruin my disposition to enjoy this day in the city one of my favorite plays ever coincidentally on that very same day the person I believed to be my soulmate was boarding a plane to Portugal and I was very uncertain of his return, even though he expressed that he will come back sooner than I thought. There was an underlying uncertainty that lingered in the air. I remember sending him a video of me completing my run, standing beside the Highland Park, a place I had dreamt of visiting together once he returned from his journey. This is hard, but maybe it's tricky to understand everything connects. And it's because I think when you love someone, you also decide to give them your trust. And that's exactly what I did. I placed my trust in him entirely, believing that this love was enough for me to 
open myself up entirely and give him the best part of who I was and who I was becoming. The truth is, and I don't hold any bad feelings for this person, he meant a lot and he will always have a place in my life and in my heart as the person that helped me to understand that I needed to reshape my relationship with trust because those days he was gone felt like month and a relationship I thought was built on trust and vulnerability and transparency reveal its true nature and anxiety and insecurity cluttered my thoughts as I clung to a stable connection. A relationship that was not really a relationship. It's crazy, you know, because words like I want to be with you echo it consistently, leaving me wondering if he actually liked me, if he actually wanted to be with me, if I was actually worth it. So I was always wondering what happened when you don't want to be with me. It was at the end that I learned a profound lesson. Trust should never be given away freely without consideration. For trust is something to be built, not simply handed over. Because despite the fact that I love him and I wanted to be with him, it was clear that he could not trust me. And in a way, I had no reasons to trust him because all the things I had was a lack of communication, inconsistency, and a lack of commitment from his side or, you know, a fear of just being with me as his partner. And I think this experience is not just about trusting others. Me staying there, it's also a sign that I didn't trust myself because I knew in a lot of moments that was not the right place for me to build something because I didn't do anything to break his trust. Yet, he didn't trust me. So I was like dealing with issues that were not concerning to me and had nothing to do with me and it's also not my responsibility to do it but it was a great experience and I don't think it was a coincidence that that exact day like checking my memories on my iPhone I those days encapsulated the intricate layers of trust like from this relationship analyzing the relationship I had with my friends analyzing the the fact that I was a people pleaser and I would just open myself up to the wrong people or people that were just like they didn't really like me and that's okay I didn't have any indicator that that was a safe space for me to open up and this is this is not me telling you hey don't trust people it's just maybe a different space for you to have a different perspective about the importance of trusting yourself first and trusting your God and know that when you are entering a relationship and you had trauma from, you know, your your past or you you have mommy issues, some um, daddy issues or toxic relationships in the past, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to create trust. So you need like a couple of things to open up and to build from a safe place and from a very vulnerable place because I think it's so powerful when we can open up and build things from that place of vulnerability and acceptance. Yeah. I think when I was in that exposition, it was crazy because they were exposing these high-resolution projections immersed in the hyper-real soundscapes. It was like I realized in that moment that trust 
much like our experience of life depends on where we choose to look at it from, is a multifaceted concept shaped by our individual perspective and past experience. So I was wondering through that exhibition, to give you a little bit of context, it was a mix between the past, the present, and the future, and the exposition through these old things, like through the, the like through the projections and the immersions, will show you how the how having trust and having lack of trust can totally change the way you perceive reality. A person that actually have trust issues can see the world in a totally different way from the way you see it. Like actually it happened in my current relationship. I talked to him and I told him like, for me, now that I understood that I cannot give trust that easily because I will get really hurt, I need to build trust. It will take more time for me to build trust with you and open up. And it was very curious because he said to me, for me, it's different. For me is, I will give you my trust 100%. And if you break it, then I will trust you anymore. And I think it was very curious and it connects with the whole like, the exhibition, you know, because it's exactly like that. Now that I went through this situation with the last person, the, the other guy I talked to you about, that really changed my perception about trust. It's like, wow, maybe I shouldn't open up that much. And then I didn't realize that I actually had a lack of self-trust and therefore I didn't really trust people. I pretended to trust them and I people please, which is not the same of actually build a healthy relationship with trust. So for my boyfriend now, you know, he said that it's very different for him because he comes from this place of having healthy relationships when the dynamic worked perfectly two healthy people together having a healthy relationship with no really trauma um, damaging or really impacting in the relationship. And for me, it was the opposite. So I think connecting and going back, I think it's very important to know that trust is very connected with intuition and resilience. I didn't really, really stop trusting people just because this person hurt me in the past. But I knew from this relationship that I needed to stop trusting others, especially when they prove I can't trust them because they their actions will not be coherent with the way they're talking and the things they're promising. What I mean with this is like changing the way I trust in someone can modify the way I relate to others. And lack of trust is something I don't really want to have anymore in my life. And I am building it from a more realistic and healthy space. So everything was crazy. When I think about that day, last year, it was close to this time. You know, it was also May. May is closing and I do this episode because... Trust is something so important for me. It's the base of how I treat myself, how I want to build things with others, and how I want to believe in whatever it's out there that it's bigger than me, if that makes sense. Once you realize you are on this path, you need to peel back the layers of self-doubt and insecurities that had accumulated over time and engage yourself in this self-reflection Journal about your thoughts and emotions. Unravel the tangled threads of the past, disappointments, really. And acknowledge your own role in those experiences. Like take responsibility of what happened. I took 100% responsibility that I didn't trust myself and I didn't trust my intuition to live the situationship when I knew that it was not serving me in any way because the person was not 
open to do the work with me. It wasn't an easy journey for me. And I know it might sound like a magical formula that I just said, like journaling. I don't want to minimize this by telling you, stop trusting in others. Rebuilding that relationship with trust starts basically knowing that self-trust is the path, for me at least, to build trust in others. Because when you grow yourself stronger, you will start making conscious choices along with your values and boundaries. You can learn how to listen to your intuition as a guiding compass. And therefore, people can know the real version of you. Like, what do you like? What you don't like? What do you want to do? What would you rather? And also to communicate that. It's so powerful when we can recognize that trust is not built overnight, but rather through consistent actions and open communication with others and with yourself. I genuinely think that having the capacity of trusting in others can 100% change the way you perceive reality, connecting back to the art exposition I talked about. It was amazing. Like I was there surrounded by all these people I didn't know and watching all these things in the walls, immersive art moving. And it was like crazy. But now that I think about this, rebuilding trust also meant forgiving myself for past mistakes. I don't believe my past relationship was a mistake, nor the evolution I've been having. But you need to acknowledge that growth requires learning from the experiences you went through. And also, I think now that I am in a new relationship, it meant letting go of the fear of being hurt again. And embracing the possibility of new connections and experiences. Because I've talked about the fact that there are certain things in our life, especially when we are in our healing journey, that we will not be able to control things like pain or getting hurt or being rejected. Trust at the end is, you know, much more than a gut feeling. At the same time, you need a lot of consistency, honesty, integrity to build trust in a partnership. Not everyone has the same problem given their trust. But you need to communicate when you are having problems with giving it easy and explain why. Because this will be a very progressive realization and declamation, you know, and an experience overall. I think I want to share self-trust and trust are best friends. And for me, self-trust come first and trust come after, especially when you are dealing with that healing journey, when you come from being a people placer, when you maybe had anxious attachment, or when you have like a deep fear of abandonment, which is my case. Your scenario can be totally different, but I think that for a lot of people, building self-trust first or rebuilding the meaning of trust for them might be a good way to actually restart that bond with others. In order to redefine the meaning of trust, I did have a couple of things. I It's kind of like a friend's advice if you're dealing with like trust issues or self-trust problems. Like you don't know what you want. You don't know how, how to start figuring out what you want. I know I've been there. It's fucking awful, but everything has a solution. Believe me. 
I wrote the other day, and I think it's the first thing I want to tell you. And it's basically you have to embrace the fuck it mentality. <laughs> We have to learn when to say fuck it. And especially because I think we should say fuck it when we want it and not when we need it. Why do we wait until we are completely drained from a situation to say enough? Do we really need to endure and repeat in all wounds before taking our healing seriously? While it is natural to be open to new experiences and acknowledge that pain is an inevitable part of life as I've grown, that I come to a realization that I can save myself a significant amount of time and energy by just listening to myself what my body, my mind, and my soul are telling me. I've reached my lowest point when I said, fuck it. I had lost trust in myself and my ability to pursue my dreams, largely due to my expectation of success and a large following that I don't care anymore. Eventually, life taught me that I need to stop fixating on the end result and focus on what truly matters to myself. That's how you establish like a sense of self-trust. In my case, I packed my belongings in two days and relocated to the States, proclaiming the most liberating, fuck it. And I'm still figuring out things, but I, at least I did it. <laughs> This is one of the reasons why I am creating content and sharing my journey with those who are reading or are listening to this right now. I want you to embrace this mentality when you feel it. Don't wait until you're like very drained and tired and disappointed from life so you can change your reality and just let go of things that are no longer serving you. The second thing, and it's the thing that impacted me the most after I was writing this article and as I was thinking about this episode, after I felt very disappointed because, you know, I opened myself, I trust this person And I was, I was remembering that day, everything that happened, that exact day, the perception and the meaning of trust. I needed to ask myself the most honest question to create self-trust. How is my relationship with trust and who I am right now? I didn't fully comprehend the power of solitude. How did I really literally avoid seeing this this moment spending time alone is crucial during certain periods of our life particularly when we feel this lack of self-trust or we notice inconsistence inconsistencies between our actions and thoughts and words you will likely need moments of solitude to reflect on your values this self-understanding will help you to make decisions that align with your goals and values Remember, at the end, other people's opinions and perception do not define who you are. Relying on the trust built solely on other beast opinions may work temporarily. But as this episode focuses on self-trust and trust, it is best to start a genuine change by ceasing that dependence on others' viewpoints. Hmm. The third thing, start small and smart. I have said many times in this episode, That for me, it's impossible to build trust without self-trust. And it's not like a magical potion that you take and then, bloop, I trust myself and now I trust others again. So it's extremely important to take small and small changes without seeking the opinion of others. I said it before, 
an example for me was like I was going out with my friends or a romantic partner. I will always say something such, oh, sure, let's go. And never thought what I really wanted. So now I take time and I say, hey, I need a moment to process. What do I want to do? How am I feeling? How is my energy flowing? And it might sound stupid, but it's really like that. Sometimes I just want to stay home and watch Netflix. Sometimes I want to go and hike. Sometimes I want to go and have a couple of beers. Sometimes I want to go and listen to live music. So, you know, sometimes I just want to go to an art museum and not talk. And it's hard for me because I am an extrovert turning into an ambivert. But the smart part comes when after you realize you might not want to do something, you also provide options. You think the other person might enjoy, might enjoy too. So there you go. Small and smart and considerate because you're also considering what the other might feel or want. Another example is I think the same way with working out. Instead of having a non-flexible or restrictive workout routine like I used to, now I think about the type of physical work will, might, will help my body and my mind to feel clear and good about myself. And like, you know, I can trust me because I work out. Some days are extremely heat full body with weights. Some days are just literally walking an hour or just doing like yin yoga or nidra yoga meditation. So whatever works to make my body feels more recovered and balanced, those are the small decisions that will push you and you will then begin to build confidence in your ability to make choices because you know what you feel, think, and want. The other thing I want to tell you, maybe it might sound crazy, but having a healthy lifestyle or having healthier lifestyle habits will help you more than you think. When you take care of yourself physically and mentally, you feel better about who you are and your ability to make decisions. It might sound stupid, but when you go to the gym and you do it, you go out with this mindset of, I can do whatever I want. Simple things like eating a balanced diet, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly can help you to feel more confident and capable. And if you don't believe me, just take 21 days, which is the frame of time that I like to use to build a habit and try something new that it's healthier. And the last thing I want to tell you, don't run from your lack of trust and connect with yourself. You can really connect with others. It's so important to have a time to listen to yourself Time to meditate, to journal, or to engage in other activities that can help you connect with your inner self. When you're in touch with that, with your thoughts or your emotions, you are better able to make decisions that are aligned with your values and goals. I'm not saying this is going to be perfect, but <laughs> we need to stop blaming people. We need to start blaming our parents. We need to stop blaming our society. We need to stop blaming our romantic partner. There's always someone out there that's going to break your heart. But it's your responsibility to know what to do with that information and not let those things that are around you or are part of your past or your trauma or whatever define that relationship you have with trust because trust is a very powerful thing to build and grow. Be mindful of your emotions. Keep the promises you made to yourself. 
maintain your boundaries and prioritize healthcare. Like in summary, don't forget to say fuck it when you want it instead of when you need it. Thank you. And I hope this helps you in some way. Have a great day. I'll see you soon.